Billy Joel told us that only the good die young, but only the great will sign a contract extension until 2030. Let's talk about it on Locked On Bama. Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked on Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Yeah, I'm all right. Yourself? <laughs> I'm doing good. Uh, I'm glad we can enjoy you both visually and audioly today. Um, yeah, you <laughs> Jimmy, the, our main man, the goat, the, the goat that other goats consider the goat. The guy who could actually live on Goat Island in beautiful Lake Martin has signed a contract extension to 2030. He will be, by my calculation, 79 years old in 2030. And I assume he might even sign another contract extension after that. I think the 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 only question now is not will he make it to 2030? Will he quote will he coach after 2030? <laughs> I don't know the answer to that. Um, none of none of us do. I think anyone that says he will is 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 not being realistic about what it's like to, uh, you know. I mean, I mean you, you can't. You, you, none of us know what the future holds in terms of his health, in terms of how he how he wants to go out. Uh, I think what this contract says is Nick Saban will go out on his own terms whatever that is and whenever that is. It could be at the end of this season. Uh, I don't look at it myself as this is some sort of definitive proof of anything other than he's extremely well paid as he deserves. He will go out whenever it is that he likes to go out. It could be at the end of this season. It may be an extension into the 2030s. No, None of us know. I'm not sure as we sit here today that Nick Saban knows. Well, he may not know, um, and this may all be fluff. I mean, people sign contracts like this all the time just to um, look a certain way. It may be fluff for recruiting. It could be. But, I, I mean, for the first time, I really feel like he might coach this thing out to 2030. He might do it. That would be 24 years at Alabama. Bear Bryant went 25 years, um, and, and he could – conceivably continue to have this same type of success. No, we don't win a national championship every year. We're in it every year. Um, we win the SEC a lot more often than we don't. We have Heisman Trophy winners coming in and going out at a fantastic rate of speed. So, I mean, he's got NFL guys all over the place. Um, we're flipping dudes like Keon Keeley, who, are, who have been committed to Notre Dame forever and causing – a national uproar from Notre Dame fans saying the scales are too tilted. I mean, whoever would have thought that we'd get to that statement, that uh, status in college football where Notre Dame fans are like, okay, y'all, let's balance this thing out a little bit more, okay? I mean, that's so silly. But um, he's he's the best. And I don't know if, uh, you know, I don't know if he'll make it 2030, but I kind of feel like he will. I mean, I feel like he's just got that fire in the belly. And – Here's the thing. It's not like – I don't think Nick Saban's dream has ever been 
let me just take my kids to Disney World and let me just go to Epcot and get a beer from the German pub there or whatever. No, he didn't want it. Let's coach. I'm, I was put on this earth to coach football. So let me coach football. Oh, I agree. I mean, I mean, that's true. I'm just saying that that none of us know what's going to I mean, Nick. And here's another thing. Very few coaches. It's happened. It's happened. But very few coaches have coached into that age. I think it would be. I think betters would take those odds. Betters, better yeah. Las Vegas and look at the odds and look at the numbers. They would say, don't they, they would gladly take the bet that Nick Saban will be coaching at Alabama in 2029 or, or 2030. I think professional gamblers would take that bet. Now, who bets against Nick Saban? <laughs> who bets against the fire in his belly? Uh, I don't know. Fool's money to me, which is why I'm not going to bet on it either way. Uh, I'm just saying that myself, my read of the contract or my, my take on it is it's not definitive proof of anything. Uh, I want to throw this in there because I should have said at the beginning of the show, um, guys, we're creeping up on 2000 subscribers. Oh, my God, that's so awesome. I mean, this thing has really exploded. We appreciate you guys a ton for listening and watching. Thank you so much. It really motivates us to keep wanting to do it. Um, we were going to do it anyway, but uh, this gives us a little more motivation. So we certainly do appreciate it. You guys are awesome. Uh, roll Tide, everybody out there. Now, I'm going to go ahead and tell everybody about Built Bar because, you know, Built Bars, they're awesome. I mean, why wouldn't I tell you about them? All the joys of eating cookie dough uh, right there in a Built Bar now. L let me introduce you to your new favorite, Cookie Dough Chunk Puffs. They have a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks, and of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. All the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it. Plus, it's healthy for you. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories. They have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. Run to Built.com and snag a box for you and your family. Today, it'll be the perfect treat, or you can find a really good hiding place and just hoard them for yourself, whatever you want to do. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKEDON15, that's Locked on 15 is that promo code for 15% off your order. Locked on 15 for 15% off that order at built.com. One of our uh, listeners chimed in and said, Hey, I bought some built bars. You didn't tell me thank you. And unfortunately, I've forgotten where he said that. He was in a podcast a couple of days ago, and I can't look it up right now. So, whoever bought built bars recently, thank you kindly. We appreciate you so very much. Um, Jimmy, I wanted to talk, you know, this is something we like to do during the year. Um, it, and I look at it a lot more than something just as filler. I, I think this is cool, especially with Alabama having so many people in, in the NFL now. We always like to go over how alum, Bama alums do in the National Football League. And Bama Online came out with, uh, you know, stats from this past weekend of all the various Bama alums and, and what they did. First of all, I, I guess it just hadn't dawned on me that new – New England has become Alabama light or maybe Alabama is New England light, however you want to look at it. But they have six players um, from Alabama on that squad now. And I don't see why all of them won't be in the rotation, not just on the roster. I'm talking about in the rotation, Christian Barmore, Damian Harris, Anthony Jennings, Mac Jones, LeBron Ray and Mac Wilson. And LeBron Ray has been sort of the talk of camp um, with them. Uh, again, their stats Hey, you know, okay, Anthony Jennings actually had three tackles on a sack. I'm always pulling for him, big dateable guy. Um, the Saints only have one, though. The Green Bay Packers only have one. It seems like the same teams always only have, like, one or two uh, Alabama guys. Um, but how about this now? 
the Broncos actually have four guys, even though Christopher Allen won't be playing. Um, he's on IR, but they got Kareem Jackson back, Jerry Judy, Pat Sertan. And then the Detroit Lions have four guys, even though Jamison Williams is out with Isaiah Bugs. I forgot he signed with them. Sean Deion Hamilton and Savion Smith. Wow, that's a lot. Savion Smith? Can you believe it? Maybe, I mean, I, I, I'm not picking. I'm just. I know. Uh, I, I'm stunned. We. I'll just say this. When he was at Alabama, we, did, we didn't have an NFL player. And I'm not saying he's going to make that team and that he's an NFL star, but the fact that he's still making it into camps and still making it through cuts, I'm, I'm pretty shocked based on what we saw at Alabama. I guess that's what I'm saying. No, I am too. It's almost like uh, when you hear that one of your high school buddies that you lost contact with, they're like, yeah, he started Facebook. You're like, Zuck, you mean old Zucky? <laughs> Little Zucky started Facebook and he's made all that money? I can't believe it. The Facebook? <laughs> he started the Facebook. Um, let's see. How about this one? Indianapolis Colts. Of course, we all know Ryan Kelly, who's awesome. I mean, he's fantastic. How about number 38 in your program, number one in your heart for the Indy Colts? Tony Brown. Started at court at cornerback for the Colts this past weekend. Six tackles, a tackle for loss, an interception, and two breakups. Started. And, yeah, and I think the breakups were actually uh, he broke up two two relationships. <laughs> uh, I know when I've gone through the rosters recently, uh, one thing that stood out to me was Shane Carter in uh, Tennessee with the Titans because literally he was out of the NFL, came to Alabama, and was coaching was coaching. He was on the staff in a support staff role, then pulled out of the sports staff back to the, to the NFL where he's still trying to make the fight. That blows me away. I think he was with the Texans uh, when, when he left Alabama staff and is now with the Titans. But uh, that blows me away how he's like, ah, I guess I guess I'm just going to go start coaching. And then he's there for like a month and the NFL calls. He's like, oh, well, I guess the NFL dream isn't quite over yet. And my sort of adopted team is the Philadelphia Eagles. I, I really – I guess I'm kind of a Dolphins guy again. I, I was a big Dolphins guy as a kid. I'm, I, then I got away from them because they didn't have any Bama guys. And uh, now with Tua and Waddle and, and Raekwon, who Raekwon will forever be my dad's favorite player because he remembers – dad knows nothing about football. All he remembers is he saw Raekwon Davis on the practice field and said, hey, who is that guy? He's kind of limping. They said, yeah, he got shot the other day. He's like, he's out there playing football? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> It's pretty tough. So uh, he's forever my dad's favorite player. But, um, yeah, the Dolphins have some strange standard. <laughs> he does have a strange standard for choosing uh, uh, his favorite football player. But uh, how about the Giants having four? Xavier McKinney, um, Evan Neal, Chris Owens is on that team. Uh, the Ravens always seem to have a bunch of Bama guys. They have three again. I'm not picking on Chris for what he did last year. I'm not picking on – he's already been cut by the Steelers. Now he's in the Giants camp. I'm just saying I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah. invest a giant in him making the Giants team. But what I hope for his sake is he makes the practice squad. I hope for him. He's a great kid. And am I the only one? I mean, how did I miss this? Did did everybody else know Rashawn Evans is with the Atlanta Falcons and I didn't? Uh, I did know that. Although if you'd have asked me like like quick, where's Rashawn Evans? I might have still said Titans. But. Uh, now that you say that, yeah, 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 I, I did. And I think he might be about our only Falcon, right? He is. He's the only Falcon left, which is – which is, well, Calvin Ridley, but he's suspended for a year very stupidly. I think Ingram is our only New Orleans Saint. 
That is true. Uh, our only Arizona Cardinal is Deontay Thompson. The only Bengal is Jonah Williams. Um, just going quickly through. The only Charger is J.K. Scott. Yeah. Five. How about that? Is Kenyon Drake released today? He, well, I don't think it's been made official yet, but he um, he basically said goodbye, Raider Nation. Now, I think Kenyon Drake still got some uh, tread on the tires. He actually said, I have tread left on the tires. Um, so, yeah, I think he can still play, uh, and I hope he does. Man, I'll tell you, I, it, it, this is why I don't like the Dolphins, though. They had Kenyon Drake and Minka Fitzpatrick and basically gave them both away. Gave them away. Gave them away. I, I still to this I mean, day – I know Minka was disgruntled and apparently wanted to leave, but but that, that's that doesn't mean you get to leave. But I, I, I'm not a fan of the current makeup of how the Dolphins make decisions, and I, and I guess it starts with the owner who's been in NFL trouble, and and the GM, and I, I don't I don't like how they treated Tua. I don't like how the Minka and Kenyon Drake things happen. The the team's been losing for a while. I do like the offseason additions that I think are going to help Tua's job, you know, make it a little bit easier. But uh, I can't be a fan of, of how the Dolphins have been doing things lately. All right, Jimmy, let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we'll talk a little recruiting. All right, your your main man and my main man, Andrew Bone, who has joined your uh, you and your cohorts over at On3. Uh, he came out with, like, this incredibly extensive recruiting report about – you know, what is Alabama's priority position, uh, who are they still after, et cetera. I mean, it is several pages worth of information. I don't know how he typed all this. Um, but number one priority for him, defensive line, that's, you know, on the comments that we get on the YouTube, on the YouTube machine, uh, most of them are about what's going on with defensive line. Now, he brings up a few good points. First of all, we do have Edric Hill. He did end up committing to Alabama, as everybody probably knows and Hunter Osborne committed, right? Okay, we're still recruiting Peter Woods and Kelby Collins. We're obviously still recruiting James Smith and Jordan Renaud. Those are two more awesome dudes. And then finally, there's also Reuben Bain in the mix, as well as, uh, is it David Hobbs? David, David Hobbs. David Hobbs? Okay. Hobbs, Um, real good athlete. He also threw in uh, David Hicks, but, I mean, look, I think David Hicks, we all know he's going to Texas A&M, fabulous five-star out of Texas. He threw in Elijah Davis, who is a JUCO defensive lineman. I just can't see Alabama reaching into – I mean, they, it'd have to be a superstar JUCO, and I just don't see him doing that. Um, he also said uh, Mateo Uyengalele and uh, Jamarius Brown. But, again, I think – Alabama is going to probably take two or three more defensive linemen, and it's going to come from a combo of Peter Woods, Kelby Collins, Jordan Renaud, and James Smith. Am I wrong? Uh, no, you're not wrong. I think that's the hope, and I think that's very, very possible. I think Alabama could take two more. Alabama could take four more. It depends on the who. I think if they get two more, they're fine, and then they would add to that as long as they're the guys they really want. Uh, there's sort of a pecking order, I guess you would say, and it's not in a specific order. It's just kind of like in groups. But a uh, real good chance at Renaud, real good chance at Smith, real good, a real good chance at Hobbs. Uh, and, and then I think there's still a chance they can flip Woods and Collins. I think the other guys are sort of going to be there if, if it doesn't work out with that top group. The good news for me is really all of these guys, including the Juco, are good players, all of them. Uh, and, and I think there's too much early panic. I, I want to see who Alabama ends up with. And I think – it could end in a way to where all this talk about how it's not going well looks silly. I mean, let, let's see how it ends. 
And, and if it doesn't end well, I'll join in the uh, in the bitching and moaning. But until then, there's just too much up in the air and, and it could go really, really well. You know, it's going to be funny um, if let's say we, we end up with uh, Ruben Bain, Jordan Renaud, Hill and Osborne. And that's it. They're going to be some people upset. That is a, that really, is a fantastic group. Really good. And, and people are going to be like, I can't believe we extended him to 2030 because we're crazy. You're not yeah, laughing very much there. I, 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 well, I'm, I, I deal with the uh, we're not happy with the defensive line stuff every day. It's sort of like it's hard to get me in a good mood over that. <laughs> you know what? This is a good it, question for you. It's going fine. It's not going perfect. Therefore, it's a disaster. You know. This is a good question for you. Has working – in the recruiting industry, like officially, like you get paid to talk recruiting. It was, I mean, yeah, you did this. Yeah. You did Crimson country club, but really you were just sort of a dude who had a ton of connections, knows recruiting pretty well, has a good eye, but now like you get paid for it. Has it taken any of the juju off of it? No, I still really enjoy recruiting. I love the evaluating part. I love the drama of it. Uh, the part that, uh, gets to me a little bit is the excessive negativity among fans that gets to me just because it's so ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous. Not because I'm being a tree. It's like literally ridiculous uh, to, to be that level of negative about Alabama recruiting, which is like being negative about, you know, how tall Kevin Durant is. I mean, we have the number one class. And, and, and somehow that's not good enough for, for some. And I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm not saying that Alabama didn't want Peter Woods or didn't want Kelby Collins, but Alabama didn't get everybody they wanted in 08 and 17 and, and 15 and all these other unreal classes. They didn't get everybody they wanted in those groups either. And some act like it's the first time. Uh, and, and, and again, uh, that part gets to me. Uh, but that that's just, I, I just prefer to look at, not just the positives, but what, what I look at, the reality of the situation. It's a number one class in a year I didn't think that was going to be possible. All right, buddy, that's going to do it for today's episode. We'll be back tomorrow with more fantastic info. We're creeping up on game week, y'all. I can't believe it. I'm so excited. It's going to be a lot of fun. We still got to give our predictions for the year, for the SEC, for the net, for the college football playoff. We got a lot of stuff to do, Jimmy, and we got to squeeze it in in a few weeks. So uh, here we go. Roll tight, everybody. Roll tight.